Hey guys, it's Ross on R3 and Ross podcast. And I'm super excited to know that we reached episode 25. Yes, episode 25, guys. And thank you for the community. I appreciate you guys so much. I feel it every day. I receive it continuously. And I'm so blessed to know that you are there with me on my journey. So thank you. And because my community is doing so awesome listening and giving back me back feedbacks, we have these young people that is striving so well. And we want to share it with you guys, letting you guys know that no matter where you are, you can become whatever you want to become in your own place, in your own space, in your own time. So these young people that will be on for the next few weeks will tell you all about their careers or what they're studying or what they're learning to become later in their lives. So take a listen, guys. And thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys. I feel it. I receive it. I give it back to you guys. I thank you for the encouragement. I thank you for the love. I just want to say I love you guys and I appreciate you guys. So thank you for listening to R3N Raws and have a great night. Don't forget to like and share. Peace out. Hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild and Restore. R3 with me, Ross. Today I am blessed with a beautiful young lady who will tell you all about who she is. So welcome my beautiful guests to the show. So please tell the audience who you are, my love. Well, I am Mila Elena Rose and I am eight years old. Mila, um, so um, how have you, how were you able to deal with the pandemic? Because you know it was a very stressful time. Were you in school? Um, I wasn't able to go to school because, because of COVID. It was really bad. So I had to stay at home and go on online school. You had to go online school? Well, why did you have to go online school? Because it was very easy for me to get sick, and my mom okay. didn't want to for me to risk that. So you being home and wasn't able to go to school during the pandemic, were you able to make friends online with your classes? Yes. Did you have new teachers? Uh, yes, I have new teachers. Okay. Okay, so um, while you was home, and what happened when you were at home? Well, um, before, since my mom was running a daycare, it was right. really fun because uh, after after when it was break, I used to do some of my homework and then play with the daycare kids. Okay. Okay, so you still have fun while mom had a job at home with you. Yeah. So um, can you tell us a little about what you went through this year? Yes. Well, I went through so many stuff this year um, because oh. I usually went outside a lot. Mm -hmm. I went in the car a lot. Mm -hmm. And I love going to my grandma's house a lot. My belly um, started to hurt. Okay. And my head was having a headache, and um, I wasn't feeling good. 
So my dad was home, but my mom was not home. Right. And um, I was um, in a breakout room with my friends, and I just and then I kept feeling bad, and then I called my dad. My mom was out, so I called her. Then she came home a few minutes later, and um, she checked me out, and she said, "Go upstairs and and go in your bed." So I did that, and I kept feeling bad. So I called my mom a second time, and she came home, and I had a big fever. Oh, so sorry, sweetheart. And what happened after that? And then I couldn't eat. I just drank tea and ate a blank piece of toast. Okay. And did it make you feel better a little? No. I, mm. It made me vomit again. Oh, sorry. And then after that, what happened? Um, Mommy called the hospital. Mm. And... They said, bring your daughter right away to the hospital. Mm. So my mom was really worried. She drove. Um, she wanted to go fast to get me, to rush me to the hospital, but she couldn't. So she she um, she took her time. Um, um, so it was curfew, so we had to go, um, go um, fast before curfew. Because we didn't want to get into any trouble with the law. Because right now yeah. in the law, with a curfew, when, when it was a pandemic, for those who don't know, in, in Quebec, we had a curfew. So you could have seen a certain time out. So after 8 o'clock, you wasn't allowed to be outside. So Mila and mom was on her way to the hospital. And she didn't want to be in any trouble with the law. So she was trying to get there as fast as she can. But so what happened after that when you tried to get there as fast as you can? Were you there on time? Were you able to be there without having any problem with the, with the, um, with the law? Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. That at least you got there. And what happened when you got into the hospital? Um, while we were driving in the car, though, um, my head felt super hot. And um, my, my stomach hurt so bad. And I just couldn't take it anymore. Oh. And what did you do to get feel better in the car? Well, I took a little dozy um, and I drank water. Okay. And that made me feel a little bit better. And I brought Ellie there, so who oh, Ellie's Ellie? my tutu. She's my favorite tutu. She's a favorite tutu. I bring her everywhere. Little dog. What is Ellie? Is a teddy bear or a doggy? What is Ellie? Ellie is an elephant. Oh, an elephant. Okay. What color is it? She is pink with mm-hmm. blue and and blue. Just blue spots and pink spots uh-huh. with beautiful shimmery. Oh, so she's shiny. Eyes. So she, she gave you, give you comfort. She kept you. Give you um, comfort and she may keep you company while you was there, so you're not gonna be afraid or scared, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So when you got there, what happened after that, and what did the doctor say? Um, the doctor said my belly. Um, I had to have surgery. 
So they took me to the room and then they put me to sleep and I didn't feel anything basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did it. But um, when surgery was over, I, I had fever again and I felt woozy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I stayed home for three days and I was not feeling good. My belly was as hard as a rock, and then I had to go back to the hospital. My mom called the hospital, and they said, come back. So when you go back to the hospital, and after everything was done, and so long you see the hospital the second time? Three um, days. Oh, oh, no, three weeks, sorry. Three weeks in the hospital after you came back. So you went back home after three days. They said you was okay, and then you got super sick again. You had to go back to the hospital. When all this was happening, what did they say that you had? What was wrong? What did you have? They said I have Pym's disease. What is Pym's disease? Pym's disease is um, uh, it's um, uh, it causes the heart, the liver, and the intestines to swollen big. And it mostly affects children of color. Oh, okay. And how did that make you feel when you learned about that? Jehovah. Jehovah. Wow, that's deep. And why Jehovah? Why didn't you ask the doctor? Well, I don't know. I don't know. So you just had an intuition <laughs> to just speak to Jehovah. And what did Jehovah say to you? Well, he calmed me and helped me feel a little better. Mm-hmm. And what really helped me to go through all of this was praying. Praying. So I guess you was a prayer warrior, a little prayer warrior, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. He's happy to hear that. So when you've been through all that and you came back at home, what, what do you think you had to do differently than you were doing before? Well, I'd stay in bed. It was pretty nice. I mean, like, my daddy cooked me breakfast. Oh, yeah. Lucky you. Awesome. You were spoiled then. (laughs) And so did my mommy get a beautiful breakfast. She got toast, avocado, and two boiled eggs. Oh, so she she made breakfast for you. So that's awesome. And then how were you able to deal with school? Well, I wasn't able to go to school at first. Online, I couldn't go either. But um, when I was feeling a little bit better, um, the doctor said it, it's okay for her to go on online school. Okay, so did you make new friends after you came back the second time from the hospital on, on the school um, Zoom? Yeah. Oh, good. That's awesome. Happy to hear. But you made lots of friends. And how do you enjoy that? I miss my friends and my teacher a lot. Teacher was in grade two. But mm-hmm. now I'm going to grade three. Are you excited? Yeah, but I'm still kind of sad. I miss my grade two teacher. Gosh, I guess she was a really nice teacher to you. Yeah. Hmm. So um, all that, after you have gone through all that, how are you enjoying your summer? Well, I'm enjoying it by crocheting crocheting, and knitting scarves. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And giving to the children's hospital. Wow, that's big. So how did why did you decide to do that? Why? Because there, because I had nothing to do outside. So a long time ago, I started. I wanted to make a company. So um, that's why I I started Bundle Love, and then I stopped doing it because of all this COVID and other stuff and my disease. So. I just stopped doing it for a while, and then I came back to it for doing it this summer. Okay, so tell me a little bit about the Bundle Love. Tell me a little bit about that. Bundle Love is my company for crocheting or knitting um, scarves for winter or whatever you want to use it. So uh, we're trying to raise money for the Children's Hospital to help the children who have pain with disease get better. And we're going to be doing a fundraiser. Really? Tell me about that. The goal is to make all of PIMS, the, the children from the children's hospital who have PIMS disease, make them all feel better by a little treasure hunt. Oh, wow. That sounds interesting. So how would you put that together? Are you doing that by yourself or do you have help to do that? with you i have helped to do it with my mommy mm -hmm. and we're doing a lot of research for mm -hmm. things do you need help to to do that or are you doing it yes. really well on your own and how, what help do you need <clears throat> i mean i need um a lot of help from my mommy and my daddy and my mm -hmm. brother we need people to help knit some crochet um and we will provide some of the yarn and possibly a crochet hook okay so you need donations for yarns and, and hooks or do you, you will you provide them with that so they can help you what what your needs are we will <laughs> provide them with it so they can help knit as well okay. and what age group are you looking at all the types of age groups. Okay, so you're looking for everyone and anyone that would be help, willing to help you to do crochet, correct? Yes. Awesome. I'm happy to hear that. Okay, so then you're a little um, organizer there for the Bungle of Love. Um, do you, are you interested in doing anything else as a career path for you? Because you're so young and so talented. I love to cook. Oh, tell me about that, Mrs. Chef. So what would you like to be? Would you like to be a chef or you just want to be a cook? What would you like to be? I want to be a master chef a and have my own restaurant. Wow. And what would it be a delicacy? What would it be in um, your most um, favorite thing you like to make? I like to make um, ramen noodles. So I would say... A shop that you can, um, uh, a restaurant that you can get pho, and you can get other dishes from all around the world. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. And how old are you when you start thinking of doing that? And how old are you when you start cooking? At five years old. Wow. And why were you so interested in cooking? Because it was a state of the art, the state of the art. So I decided to start cooking because 
I want to see people enjoy the food because the food is actually made with love. That's the secret ingredient. And healing people with my food, um, that's what I want as my goal to be. Okay, so you want people to feel love when they eat your food and could be healed from your food. That sounds really sweet, Miss Miller. Wow. So who taught you this? Who is your biggest mentor? Well, it's a little bit of my mom and a little bit of my grandma's. Grandma's. So your grandma's teach you to cook as well? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So... With that being said, I want to just ask you two things I wanted to ask you as well. Um, you said that you have a mentor and it's your grandma. What, yeah. what the first thing did grandma taught you to me? Well, we do a little bit of simple things. And my mom, actually, my grandma didn't teach me how to make an egg yet, but my mom did. My mom taught me how to make a fried egg. So she helped me do... When I was four, I made a fried egg because my mom was beside me and she made sure I was safe. And at my grandma's house, I saw her boil eggs a lot, so I decided to boil one egg myself. Oh, wow. So you, was, you use your intuition and say, you know, I think I can do this alone. So you tried to do that and you got the help and you did it really well, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's beautiful. Okay. So two things I need to ask you. We know with my with the podcast, we ask Lots of questions, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there is three R's. Which R do you think you can see are recharge, rebuild, or restore? Recharge because I what? want to I'm going to grade three, so I decided to recharge myself mm-hmm. and, and be fresh and, and new. And how are you doing that? I'm doing that by um organizing myself more by mm-hmm. myself and um, helping my mommy. Oh, awesome. Well, I'd like to help. Do you want to recharge? So then do you have any little tips you can give your friends on how you were able to recharge and how you were able to um, give back to your community? What, what self-tip can you give your friends? Well, when it's Wednesday, we call it... Women's Wednesday, so we usually go in the bathtub, we fill it up, and we put bath bombs inside. And Ooh. when it was Women's Wednesday for me a long time ago, I think it was a few years ago, yeah, I had a gold bath bomb, and I still <laughs> have some of it on my crab toy. <laughs> that sounds very cute. You had a gold bath bomb. So I'm thinking gold is a favorite color of yours as well? I love gold too and pink and purple wow that's awesome so um two you have to try to do something for me which will be really cool right so do you want to sing us a song do you want to uh read us a poem or do you want to just tell us a quote to your friends over there and tell them that they should continue to hold it on to be strong don't give up no matter what they're going through because you made it through and now you can come back to talk to the little children Um, I would like to sing a song for all of you. Okay, great. Go ahead, babes. It helped me a lot. And what's the name of that song? Anytime, Anywhere, I Can Pray. 
Okay, go ahead. One, two, three, go. Anytime, anywhere, I can pray. And Jehovah will hear what I say. In the morning I wake, I remember to take just a moment to thank Him for this day, for the wonders I find on the way. In my mind, in my heart, I can pray. Even when there's a crowd and I can't pray out loud, still Jehovah will hear me anyway. Anytime, anywhere, I can pray. And Jehovah will hear what I say. When in the night, when he's near, when I call, he is here. Anytime, anywhere, I can pray. Encore, bravo. Amen, amen, praise God. It's awesome to know that you are so young at heart and you can take the time to reflect, to recharge and to encourage others out there. So how can you encourage a, a young child that is sick now in the hospital and she's going through and feel like she has no way out? How can you encourage that child right now? What would you say to the child? Well, I would say that you shouldn't. Sometimes if you're afraid, that's okay. But when you pray, you can feel better because um, it helped me a lot, so it can help others a lot. Awesome. Um, so where can we find you, Miss Miller? You can find me at Bundalove, B-U-N-D-L-U-V. Okay, so we can find me there. Well, it was really nice talking to Miss Miller, but I know you wouldn't wasn't able to do this on your own. And who is this mommy that you have? I know she's a close friend of mine, but I just want to talk to Miss Lorianne. Is mommy close by? I can talk to mom. Okay. Oh, and I mm -hmm. forgot to say it at Facebook. Bundle up on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Do we have to join the group or is it just open to the public? It's open to the public. It's open to the public. Okay, can I speak to mom? Mila, it's really nice talking to you. I'm so proud of you to see that you're striving so well. And I pray that God, Jehovah, will cover you daily, that you stay healthy and happy, and you go out there and continue crocheting. I will come and join you for sure. So you're going to teach me all the ropes with your crochet. And, um, yeah, I would, I would love to be part of your group to help back the children that needs help because my son as well was there for a while in the hospital and I see and I know how it feels as a parent as a child to go through that in a moment when you feel like there is no hope at all but there is hope and I'm so proud of you to see that you have done so well and you're coming to give back to the community so thank you Mila for joining me on the podcast today thank you so much Auntie Roz oh you're welcome sweetheart anytime and can I speak to mama Yes, you can. Sure. Have a great debate. Hello. Hello. How are you, Miss Lorianne? I'm very proud. <laughs> I'm so happy. You have to be proud. She did a great job. Mm -hmm. She did a wonderful mm -hmm. job. So tell me, I know she has spoken to, um, she had given all the information already, but just to do some clarification and as well, 
I am so proud of you that you were able to stand up and have the support you needed to carry it through at a time when Mila has, was going through this and you had a community that really roll for you. So God bless you and continue to stay strong to support you, beautiful Mila. And you know at any time, if you need any help, you don't have to hesitate to ask the community because we are out here to help you. Mm, thank you. I appreciate that. So tell us a little about the things that she's working on. And she's just asked for yards. She says she will give us yards and everything like that. Do you mm. need donations or you only need, she will give us everything that we need? Well, um, from the time that we were on CTV News and City News, um, the outpouring of support and donations of yarn um, and then the contact again with the children's hospital. Uh, right. They made her the young ambassador. Um, a young, yeah. She's in the young ambassadors club and her want to give back has helped her greatly because not only have we received donations of yarn, we have the support of the children's hospital to help um, um, do what she needs to do uh, as far as getting a success for her fundraiser. So um, anyone who would like to help out, um, the provision for the materials will be there as long as we have hands to help because she has had, again, since those news reports, a lot of um, orders. And unfortunately, those little hands don't <laughs> can't crochet as fast as the orders are coming in. Right, right. So we really um, ask for help if, if there's anyone who'd like to help. And she'll even teach uh, via Zoom. Uh, oh, young right. ones or older ones who'd like to help she wouldn't mind hosting a little zoom class okay that's right so that means she wants help from all over the world or just only quebec well it is to benefit the children's hospital but we know that pims disease is affecting children um one percent mm -hmm. of children all around the world so right. um the idea that um maybe scarves can be made to support their local hospital that would be uh, a great thing um, Mila awesome. did have a lot of time on her hands and no friends uh, that she could play with like she used to. So mm -hmm. um, taking up this pastime and having her even come up with the idea to give back, that was really oh, nice. Right. I mean, helped it along a little bit. Um, right. However, she she's enjoyed um, crocheting a lot and it has centered her a bit, especially when you see or hear the kids playing outside and and you can't go as often, wow. right? So, how did that make you feel as a parent? Well, you know, these this is a sensitive age where social socialization is a big deal for young kids, and so already with the limitations of normal children, they talk about how not being social um, as much affects them. So now, imagine your child can't associate with any, even if it's a small group. You know, it, it's it's quite sad. However, we're trying to make the most of it. Um, she does get to see friends online who also have something that's um, high risk stopping them from associating with them. Great. Well, I'm happy to hear and I'm so proud of you that uh, she is shining and I just hope and pray she continues to shine. And is there anything else you want to tell the audience? Yes, um, actually, it is for the information about the Radiothon. The Montreal Children's Hospital have an annual radiothon where they raise funds to help research and anything that is needed in the hospital. And this will be taking place on Thursday, the 26th, on the radio station CJD, SHOM, and Virgin Radio. 
It is an all-day event, and Mila will be partaking uh, in this event um, in the afternoon. Um, and we really hope that uh, you all take a listen and you're moved to make a donation and help support the Children's Hospital and help support Mila. Um, as well, we have a tentative date and tentative location. Uh, however, it is an upcoming event that will be taking place in Vaudreuil-Dorion, pretty sure. It will be called Mila's Beatstop. That is Mila's other uh, venture as uh, far as trying to raise funds for the children's. It will be a outdoor event where we will be uh, installing braids of uh, any color as if you want extensions if you want a little pop of color on a braid or two and we'll be adding beads uh color of course is uh your choice there could be colors or preferred color at the ends and we'll be asking for a donation um for each braid uh towards the healthy kids fund to help support mila's cause and hopefully we will have that information for you guys on her Facebook page. And if not, most likely it will be listed as an event under uh, the Children's Hospital website. So that is up and coming. Okay, so then you, you're trying to um, give back as much as you can for the community because the community helps you so much in the time of your needs. Oh yes, we are so grateful. If we can just give back half of what we received um, from others, um, that in itself would just be wonderful for us to be able to do that. So yes, we, we thank um, our friends, our family. And I mean, this is family from uh, all over the world, friends from all over the world, as well as uh, Roz, you've been a great supporter as well. So I have to say, yeah, I really, really, really appreciate it. So question, is there a cure for the pain disease or is it just, you know, they're just in the early stage of find, doing research is to find what, how they can cure it and where and how this disease come about and who is it labeled to that they find it more in? Is it, is it Caucasian? Is it um, different ethnicity? Well, um, PIMS disease, which is also called MIS-C, um, it's caused by COVID-19 uh, temporarily. So it's in, it has to be in the child's system. Um, and Mila had it asymptomatic, so we had no idea. But uh, COVID would have to have been in the system for, I think now it's two to six weeks prior to any symptoms of PIMS disease or MIS-C um, exhibiting itself. So... Um, Yes, uh, right now it is an ongoing research that they're doing. Um, there is no cure for it as of yet, especially to um, as far as kids contracting COVID for it to be kind of the starter uh, of the disease. Um, we uh, remember too that there's no vaccine for children under 12 and PIMS disease affects children between the ages of seven and nine. So with that being said, we have to make sure that uh, we protect our children because the research is just ongoing. This data is all new. But as the months go by, it's now uh, 
June to June, so a year, and we are now August, so a little over 14 months of data being um, poured into the Canadian Pediatric uh, website. So with the money and the donations, this will just help um, further the research. Um, they update the Children's uh, Pediatric Association, uh, updates their website as much as they possibly can, and they use the shared data from all around the world. So 1% of children are affected by this. However, in that 1%, um, although it's of all races and all um, ethnicities, uh, the data that has been collected has been leading towards it affecting the majority of the 1% that is in there, Afro-Caribbean or African descent um, children. So this is what what is uh, the what is in the data. However, uh, the correlation could be maybe because more COVID had uh, been exposed to certain demographics that had more um, Afro-Caribbean or, you know, um, it's it's still it's still um, being figured out. But so far, the data has shown that. Okay, so but how are you doing now as a mom? How are you doing and dealing with all that, seeing that your whole life have to be changed to adapt to the new the new way of living for your family? How are you doing with that? Well, yeah, uh, it was a lot to take in. Um, uh, I was so honored to, to have been interviewed uh, by you on the podcast. I think it was episode seven. Yeah, episode seven. Yeah, when you came in on the podcast. So give us an update on, on, on the changes since you have been on the podcast. Yes. So what the doctors had suggested was that um, I work with children who are very low, low risk, and that would be newborns um, and children two and under. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, I can't have even even at that um, age group, and even though it's low, I still don't want to risk it. So it's better that I still uh, do not open my, my childcare, mm-hmm. uh, my preschool. Uh, right. So what I've done is um, I've uh, offered my help to. Uh, young parents, whether they're first-time parents or um, uh, second-time or (laughs) however many-time parents, if their child has any trouble, for example, colic or anything like that, I've availed myself to help out as uh, a night nurse. So you're a doula? Yeah, well, I'm I'm going to start the program to do, yes. um, Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, doula. I'm happy to hear that. Perinatal, yeah. Thank you. Happy to hear that you are striving no matter what comes your way and you are, you are still able to leave uh, to raise a very happy young lady although she's mm-hmm. going through so much and, and you can hear that laughter in her voice and that happiness and seeing that she's trying to um, go give back to the community and bravo to you Miss Loria bravo to you <laughs> and to Javi and, and to, 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 June, to Junie as well and the rest of the family that's rally with you to um to make it where you are right now oh yes it's uh friends family um from near and far um and yes the support of friends the support of the brothers and sisters in our congregation um even though we can't be close it's it's just nice to be um told comforting words shared you know scriptures and Mm -hmm. um just helpful hands um it's really it's really 
really nice and I'm very comforted by that. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So if any way we can give back just as we got, that's that that's our biggest um, takeaway from this bad situation. So at least we can make it um, easier for another child who's sick. Um, we, we know that since she's been sick, there's been much quicker diagnosis because they didn't know that she had this. They just suspected it because it was so new in February. So um, it's now been well over a year that is still being collected. And we know that uh, they'll be able to pinpoint it quicker with the kids. But we want it to be gone, really. really. That's, that's... Yes, I want us to go back to normalcy as much as yeah. we can, you know. So, so thank you so much. But before I go, I want to speak back to Ms. Mila about her being ambassador for the Children's Hospital. I'm super excited to hear the great news. Yes. Ms. Mila, Ms. Mila. Yes. I'm so excited to hear Mama just telling me that, you know, you're an ambassador of a Children's Hospital. How were you able to come about that and, and for it to have a fund in your name? Everybody's doing a fundraiser for you. You know, how do you feel about that, sweetheart? I feel good. You feel good, huh? I feel good. <laughs> That's great. Well, I'm happy to hear that you um you are um sewing seeds for the children's hospital and they're you're gonna give so much little ones bungle of love so they could feel warm and cozy when they feel sad or down or cold. They have a little comfort to bring them a little joy and and, and um smiles on their faces. Yes. Thank you so much, Miss Miller. And you have a great day, babes. You too. Please explain, please give us a little more detail because Mila had given to us before. Mm-hmm. But just to refresh your mind, where can we find Mila? So um, it's preferred that you go on a children's website and look for Bundle Love. Um, okay. But she is uh, contactable uh, through Facebook. It's an open group. It's called Bundle Love on Facebook. B-U-N-D-L-U-V. Um, okay. It's a little spin on bundle up. So it's B-U-N-D-L-U-V. Bundle love. B-U-N-D-L-E? No, B-U-N-D-L-U-V. Okay, guys. So as you hear from Miss Mila and from Miss Lorianne, that you can go on the Chillin website and you can find her on bundle love, B U N. D-L-U-V, or you can fit on Facebook, the same, B-U-N-D-L-U-V, or for the Children Telethon, which will be held on CJD, um, Shom FM, and um, what's the other one, Lorianne? Uh, it was Virgin Radio, Shom, and CJD, yes. Exactly. So Virgin Radio, Shom, and CJ80. Don't forget, guys, to go out there to all your friends to donate, to give back to the community, to help at Mila with her foundation. And as well, if you can have young people or old people, whoever is willing to, to knit or to crochet, to give back to the community by helping prepare little scarves for the children's hospital, for all the young children that are there that need just to have a smile on their faces. So, Ms. Lorianne and Ms. Miller, thank you guys so much for joining me on the podcast, Art 3 and Ross, and I pray you have a wonderful day. You too, Ross. Thank you so much. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, Ms. Miller, you have a great day, sweetheart, and stay beautiful as you are, okay, babes? Okay, bye.
So guys, today I am coming to you because I have someone very close to my heart that have gone through some really hard time with a little body. So I just want to give us some encouragement and some encouraging words. So Miss Mila, your illness does not define you. Your strength and courage does. God didn't promise days without pain and laughter, without sorrow or sunshine, without rain. But he did promise strength for the days and light for the way. You're amazing and you're brave and you're strong, young lady. Love is staying up all night with a sick child or a healthy adult. So don't be afraid, Miss Miller. You are growing so beautiful, so smart, and so wise. Sometimes superheroes reside in the heart of small children fighting the battle. God gives his hardest battle to the toughest soldier, which is you. You never know how strong you are until you being strong is the only choice that you have. You will get better. You will be happier. And you will beat this because I know you have that strength that carries you through. Your illness does not define you. Your strength and courage does. There is nothing in a caterpillar that tells you it's going to be a butterfly. Like mom will say, I don't care if you're sick, I will kiss you every chance I get. Miss Mila, just remember that. 